Welcome Wargamers, join your hosts, Falco and Monty, two Canadian wargaming enthusiasts, as we explore all aspects of tabletop wargaming. We roll dice, talk tactics, share hobby hacks, and explore new tabletop systems, all on the Trident Wargaming Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. We are joined with a special guest, John, from Trash Tabletop Gaming. Table trap. Table, what was it? It's Tabletop Trash Gaming, I trash, think. Trash <laughs> Something like that. Tabletop Trash Gaming. I was peeking at it a little bit earlier. Yeah. It's, uh, very cool, very cool. It's always nice to be able to team up with other uh, podcast groups and individuals in the heresy community, so... Definitely, uh, thanks for jumping on with us. Yeah, thanks for having um, me. It's always always good to talk 30K. I guess before we dive in too, uh, too deep, uh, just talk a little bit about some hobby stuff. Uh, we may as well start with you, though, John. What have you been doing uh, hobby-wise in the last little bit? So actually, um, my gaming group, um, so I played uh, I played War Machine a while back. Hardcore played it and stopped when uh, when eighth edition dropped. But my, my gaming group, we kind of got back got back into it because you know it was very low low cost of entry because the the market's flooded with with used models. Um, so I've been painting some bit some bit of that, but I've also been assembling some blood angels. I got uh, I got some angels tears all primed up, trying to knock those out really quick, and got some mechanicum too all base coated i'm wondering if i should touch up on those or it's it's, it's the thing right like what do i work on you know yeah <laughs> so but still haven't decided my what legion i'm going to do with the new box set we'll see how about you guys oh man uh lately lately i've been working on a fair amount of uh some 40k you know, and uh, um, we've been doing a slow grow league as we've been waiting for some heresy stuff to, uh, you know, drop new edition, obviously kind of kicking forward. Uh, we are planning on having a farewell heresy uh, 1.0 event coming up in the next little bit. Uh, try and, you know, do a nice little farewell to the system we've been playing for almost a decade, basically. So um, that's about it on my end. How about you, Andy? Uh recently just kind of working on the some necrons uh for 40k i uh, finally got a little uh paint scheme uh nailed pretty easy to do um i like working with those the glows and the greens so it's uh, nice to do that one of the one of the colors i don't really get to play around with too much is the greens um and then uh yeah some bolt action just on you know as my other hobby love working on a german force of course and um yeah just a uh, little tidbits here and there trying to finish up the white scars like bases which i've been putting off forever so um but yeah like bill said we'll we'll have that heresy uh you know kind of end party <laughs> um for it and uh will probably be like i don't know one of the maybe fourth games for my scars so it'll be kind of play with the old rules and then switch it over to the new rules when everything starts to kick off right so that's what it's all about good but yeah that's that's pretty much it just you know all the hobby stuff that i'm into there's just little bits here and there kind of picking away so yeah, yeah. nice yeah. Oh, that's awesome well 
being a Horus Heresy episode, we definitely had a couple things we wanted to touch base on. Uh, first thing that was kind of a... It's been an ongoing thing on some of the uh, pages and different uh, heresy groups there on Facebook. But I guess I want to address like new players coming into the system. New players are always a good thing. Uh, very positive uh, to have new players joining, obviously, because the system grows. It gets better. gets more exposure, which is uh, more exposure usually means more support. And... I kind of have to say I'm a little bit worried for new players jumping in. There seems to be a lot of this undercurrent of kind of negativity towards any of the new guys that jump on and ask questions. And to me, like, realistically, there, there are no bad questions when you're asking heresy uh, anywhere from, you know, using this type of vehicle or pattern of vehicle, uh, armor marks, stuff like that, like, by all means ask away like i have no issue with uh you know answering questions but it just it seems that there is a good majority and i, I want to say it's just a couple vocal guys but there's a lot of people on these pages that just kind of pounce on these poor uh new guys and just belittle them and kind of just act generally maybe not not as cool as they should i don't know what do you what do you guys think you guys see this trend I mean, from what I see, it's, uh, I, the thing is, if someone's being negative to a new person, that, that's kind of easy to, to avoid, like, oh, clearly that guy's being mean, so, you know, should, yeah. uh, close with it really quick. Um, yeah, it's easy to say, like, oh, like, that guy, that guy's being mean, don't listen to him, but what I'm, what I'm more worried about are, like, the guys who, oh, if, yeah, welcome to Heresy, guys, it's gonna be great, but you gotta make sure you can only use these specific models, you know, you gotta file those Achillas, you gotta get the right transfers or you know if, if you have a 40k bit on oh, no, better better strip your model and you know throw in the garbage can we don't have that here so it's that kind of stuff that worries me and you know because it's, it's heresy has the it's a historical game but even that like what does that mean what's historical you know so yeah. what's narrative it's, it's true it's interesting because it's um you know in heresy itself like and in, in other systems, I have a friend who always points it out, and we call them the rivet counters, right? Um, you know, they're just nitpicking at these little things, like, you know, player A could have this immaculate-looking painted army that he's spent hours and hours and hours on. I'm um, sorry, no, you have the wrong mark of armor for that army uh, based off of that time frame. Well, come on, <laughs> you know? Um so like I totally totally get what you're saying there, John, about that because uh, it's it's you know we see it a lot in Heresy. Um, some of the other systems that I'm in, uh, you don't see it too much, but it is there. Um, and it's funny because I you know I play bolt action and that's like World War II. That's way more historical than anything. You do see it, but you don't like it's it's not it's very very rare that it comes up. Um, and even in our local group, like nobody, nobody cares that you have the wrong tank in the army. Right. So, but yeah, I don't know for, for heresy, like it's, it's weird. It's, it's just, you almost get kind of crucified if you don't have the right armor or the right bolter, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. 
we see it all the time on the, on the Facebook chats and stuff in the groups and um but yeah going back to like the new player jumping in it's kind of it's a little worry you know worrying some but um I think with the right players in, in place and in communities especially in community leaders where that's where the, the big hitting point is is those community leaders but you know you'd hope to to have them kind of reach out and say hey welcome to heresy you know glad you're here need any help any questions hit us up let's do it right let's help you out not just there to criticize kind of thing right so yeah let's you know, you know my opinion <laughs> with, with one thing with especially with using like a bunch of different bits like being uh, a gamer who has played and still actively plays both systems there's a treasure trove of bits and uh, models from both systems you can use to really make your force look dynamic and really cool and i don't know like the, the question i'm kind of curious about is what happened to rule of cool like if you're decking out a bunch of your models with you know uh some 40k bits and they're not you know like obviously hardcore 40k i'm not talking primaris armor or anything like that but if you're just mixing and mashing bits why not you know um one of the gents on the page and this, this one kind of stuck out to me a lot was so he has uh, chaos space marines new chaos space marine models and he has a bunch of heresy mk3 uh, shoulders and backpacks and uh, little bits of mark 4 in there as well and they to me they look really cool like wow that looks awesome and some of the guys just jumping on him like no man i'm looking at 40k models this is trash and i was like even the new cover of the the next Siege of Terra book has legit Chaos Space Marine models on it. Like you tell me that guy, Sons of Horus, he's got the palish blue flesh, red eyes, and he's all trimmed up with the armor. You tell me that's not a Chaos Space Marine? Like, holy man! Like I don't know. It's just the fluff is there for me personally as a guideline where you go with the fluff and what you're doing with your army. And how you're building and painting your forces, that is really, it, it's a loose way because it's all subjective. Um, what's, you know, what's narrative and what's fluffy to you and how you want to see your force like on the table. It, like that's the number one, I think, is making sure you're doing what's going to make you happy with your army. And not worrying about what other guys are going to say, um, especially if, you know, there's going to be any uh, negative uh, comments about it it's just do you that's the best form of advice i can give and rule of cool always because that's been a thing since even before we started playing heresy like since the 90s man like rule of cool if it looks cool do it because it will someone else will notice it on the tabletop and be like, oh, wow that looks really cool i like that model awesome like it's just i don't know that's one thing that just bugs me a little bit yeah, because I remember when I first started, when I remember Book 1 came out, when there was barely any heresy models, you know, people were converting 40k left and right, because that's what we had, right? Yeah. You know, I was using the, the old Chaos Marine bits for my first Sons of Horus army, because that's all we had. We didn't have the, the fancy Mark VI, Mark IV plastics. Um, but yeah, for some reason now, because we got we have this Forge World range, oh, you can only stick to that. You got you got to use the, the heresy models. Nah, man, if, if, if the bits look cool, go for it. And 
Yeah, like, yeah, it's a historical game. No, I, yeah, I, I do want to point out, though, that at the end of the day, it's still historical, quote-unquote. Um, and the example I always joke with my friends about is, you know, if I flew to Adepticon and I went to the narrative event and I was fighting a demon prince, Dorn, I'd be like, hmm, I don't know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, that. that's clearly not in the heresy um, if you're playing a narrative event. But if some guy has Indominus Terminator armor and it looks dope, then it looks dope, right? Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Like it's really obvious to see what's what's heresy and what's not. Like who's traitor, who's loyalist, you know. This this like horse, this is this is what he looks like. This is the model, you know. And there's also there and then on the other side there's the 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 what's it called the the hobby side where you kind of build your own stuff. You want to use you want to build some night lords using the chaos the new chaos marine models to represent some kind of chaos cult within the legion. Yeah, go for it. If you want to do some some Mark Seven Imperial fists that veteran a veteran squad that got the shipment from Mars, yeah, go for it. You know, put put the effort in, get that dope yellow in, and and you're good. Yep. You shouldn't you know you shouldn't feel bad that oh it's not historically accurate. Like what is it? You know, you know it's not in the rules that says you can't use Mark Seven. The books don't say. There's no line saying oh you can't have Mark Seven. Yeah, it's there. You know? Yeah, no, totally agree. Um, you did bring up a good point, and it kind of refresh my memory like at the time when we were all starting to play and heresy did come out we were rocking out fucking beta wars man we were playing out of the imperial armor books everyone was rocking marines and then it's like hey let's jump over to heresy it was like oh cool we jumped over and yeah straight up we were using a ton of 40k models to jump in right like it was all new and at the time it's like hey you want to buy this 10 man squad of uh mark two marines for like 95 bucks and i'm like no i got a 10-man squad of regular you know marines for at the time i think it was like 35 bucks and i was like no way man like Mm -hmm. forget that so i I think i think i was doing the red scorpions at the time they had they had they had the mark uh yeah mark four they had mark four armor like the sets that i got from forge world yeah. So it was kind of like transitioning some of that over was was pretty neat because it was like, okay, they have that armor. It's already there. I can do it. Um, but you still mixed in anything else you had in your, you know, your hobby supplies pretty much, you know, your, your war chest of bits that everybody had back then. Mm-hmm. Um, tanks were still the same, stuff like that. They didn't really have, um, you know, the Demos pattern tanks and whatnot, but. Um, yeah, it was, it's kind of crazy how it's kind of evolved, you know, from, hey, make your army, build it, paint it up, do it how you want. It's, you know, uh, kind of entirely up to you how you go about it, stuff like that, to, oh boy, that's not the right bolt gun. So, <laughs> you know, um, but on the other side, too, there are people, um, there are people out there, though, who are, are pretty good about it. Like they're they're pretty appreciative of the amount of time and uh, whatnot spent on having your army built and painted and done up and and you know playing on the table, right? So yeah, um, it it goes both ways. But but of course, you know, people remember remember uh, the bad thing ten times more than the good thing. But um, I don't know. It's I'm hoping with all these new plastics and stuff coming out. 
that we are going to see a lot of very interesting looking armies coming. Um, obviously, probably some progress through the heresy with some later marks, of course. And uh, I'm hoping to see what people do with conversions. Yeah. Because I think I think that aspect of the hobby has been kind of lost. Right? And um, that kind of goes across a lot of systems. Like, you still see some pretty kick-ass conversions. I know we've seen some Titanicus stuff that just blows our mind. And then, you know, there's other people that continuously do up characters. Like, I know I got some conversions for my characters in my Ultramanes Force. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I know myself and Bill, we come from that age of... They didn't have that model, so you know I'm making my own war boss for my orcs, right? And, and there you go. So yeah. same same kind of thing. I'm interesting to see what people do with these new praetors that they've showed us. So that's true. That's true. Pretty cool. Back back in the day, you know, to further expand on that point, Andy was speaking. Back in the day, they had models in the codex that you couldn't even buy because some dude handmade it. I remember my chaos. Um, you know, third edition codex there and has this little chaos star asterisk. It's like, you can't actually buy this because this dude made it. And you're like, oh, shit. Okay. Right. Like to now where everything is basically, I don't want to say cookie cutter, but in a sense, it is cookie cutter um, where the conversions and stuff have kind of dropped off the wayside because it just seems like, yeah, it's just easier to buy and just, you know, mass produce your squads and armies and stuff. Um, to those who are still, you know, doing the green stuff work, the sculpting and making their own unique characters, total props. Like I love looking at that stuff. Um, but that's, that's one aspect of the hobby that that person clearly enjoys and it shouldn't take away from someone else who just wants to buy models and throw them on the board. Right? Like it's just, it, it, it's back and forth and I, I will agree heresy is a historical game for Warhammer. Um, it's funny to think about it like that, right? It's historical in the 31st millennium. Uh, but it, it is historical where the extra attention to detail, such as armor marks, and if you're going to use a Phobos or an Umbra pattern bolter, like all that stuff kind of really starts to layer on the immersion of the, uh, of like the historical setting. Um, but, you know, at the, at the same time, you know, I'm not going to go at anybody and be like, hey, that's a 40k melted gun, bro. Like, I, I don't care, right? Like, a melted gun's a melted gun. You can clearly see what it is. Same with plasma guns. I like to use Chaos Space Marine style on some of my Iron Warrior stuff because it looks cool and it's got the chaos trim and whatnot. It's just, to me, it is what it is. Weapons are weapons. Um, especially when you start getting into using a bunch of upgrade packs like 40k is notorious it has iron hands salamander white scar tons of different plastic upgrade kits that came out for their primaris marines dude i've seen those slapped on tons of different heresy armies and they look fantastic they look so good um and they're all customized like very you know to the legion that they're supposed to be going for and that's just another thing like okay there might be like the odd Clearly, that's, you know, a Mark 7, Mark 8 Aaron style shoulder pad. But for the most part, everything else has studs or bling and everything else. Like, to me, anything goes with the upgrade stuff. Like, it's just, it all has a place, I think. So, 
Yeah, actually, it reminds me. Uh, the, the sickest and dominantest Terminators I've seen are the for 30k. I saw a guy um in Pearl Fist. He put the aggressor shoulder pads from 40k. Oh yeah, they look so oh, good yeah. on Indominus Terminators because you got the Legion logo there. Yeah, and these look big and bulky. It looks great. And you know, so what if it's 40k, right? It works. Um, and, and I do think that the narrative minutia of 30k, of what pattern bolter you have, what kind of armor you're wearing, you know, what, what shade of, of armor you have, because, you know, in the Heresy, a lot of legions, they, they change their colors, the, the, the Emperor's Children, my buddy plays Emperor's Children, and he, he always says that, yeah, they go from purple to pink. And I think that kind of minutia should be on the, the player as a way to tell the story of their legion. It shouldn't be used as this kind of you know the magical word of you know gatekeeping, right? Yeah. For for other yeah. people, like you know, it it should be a way for you to tell your story. Like you know, uh, I I got these Mark Six for my my thousand sons because they uh, they were buddies with the Raven Guard and they were able to to test the the, mar- the armor for, with them. You know, this 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 recon company. That's why my thousand sons have Mark Six. Cool. You know, and not like oh, only Raven Guard can use that. Sorry, that that's why the marks exist. No, um, it it should be a vehicle to tell your story and not a way to kind of police others in a sense yeah um as to what they could use or not at least it's how i feel and it's how my group feels about it i agree on that i think most of our community and group um are the same kind of way you know there might be a couple sticklers at it but uh doesn't doesn't bother the majority of us right it's just uh, no. we have had it's funny we have had um a few new players right at the end here for heresy that actually have jumped in within the last i don't know maybe eight months yeah and you know at the tail end of it playing some of us haven't really been playing that much just because we're waiting on the new edition of course Mm -hmm. um but just to see them kind of jump in and we have one friend that uh he literally took his 40k space wolves army and brought it over into 30k and he's been having a blast right just playing it and learning the game and whatnot and I don't think there's been one person that has like criticized that he has like 40k, you know, um, minis and stuff in in his force, right? So, you know, props to the community for that, and and uh, you know, hopefully, it doesn't get any kind of flack from anybody. But um, yeah, it's it you know a dime dozen, right? There's, the scale is you got the good and the bad, so. The spectrum is wide in heresy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but you know, give give those. Um, it's funny. I was gonna say, I actually never really thought of heresy as a historical until you know John has mentioned it just now, right? Because um, like I I do play historicals, <laughs> and then to think of heresy as a historical, I'm like, wait a minute, that's kind of true, right? <laughs> um, so props to the guys who put in that effort, you know, like you said, to do to to make their story of their army and, and that detail. Props to them too. Um, but yeah, everybody everybody has their game and minis and their hobby, and their passion. So yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Something I noticed too is that I don't know about you guys. Maybe you guys will let me know. But um, I noticed that the 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 loud voices against you know we're talking about people who criticize armor marks or say something's too 40k i kind of noticed that's that's mostly online i haven't really seen it much in person um and you know in the 
how long his hair has been on, like almost 10 years now. Um, I've never really seen him in person. You know, most most Mac talking I've seen is like people who don't paint their minis or whatever, right? It's I've never really seen Smack talk of like, oh, that guy, yeah, that guy, you know, why are you not using Mark IV, bro? Like, what's going on with this Mark, with this Chaos Marine models? Like, I've never really heard of that in person. It's it's mostly online. Uh, have you guys seen any of that? In person? No. Honestly, I really think that that particular attitude is very much focused online. Most people... I don't want to use the word keyboard warrior, right? But most people will treat others vastly different online than they ever would with someone across the table. And it's, I, I'm not sure why that continues to be a thing, especially in the tabletop hobby that we all enjoy and share. You know, not only when you play a game with somebody are you having like a social contract to both have fun, show up and have, you know, a good game. But that, that should translate over to online as well, right? Like, do you want to really be that negative douchebag online who just tears everybody down? I, I don't know. Like, if you're always tearing at somebody, to me, that's, I don't know. That's kind of, that, that that's whack, right? Because contribute and giving constructive criticism when asked is all fair game. That's fine. Like, I ask for stuff online like that all the time. But if you're just spouting on something negative just to say something negative and it's totally unsolicited, well, yes, one, I get it. Yes, it's the internet. Oh, they open themselves up to that. Cool. At the second time, it is the internet and you can just keep scrolling by, right? Like, oh, I don't like that. Cool. Like, scroll by, man. Who cares? Like, I don't know. That, that's my big thing is just treat people online like you would treat them in real life. The question is, is it's like, do you have to say something? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, do you really? I mean, we just so compelled. Fuck, I gotta see it. Yeah, right? Exactly, like... right? Like, <laughs> we, we have a friend who posted some minis on a different, you know, it was a different uh, game. He posted some minis. He had gone all painted up. They look really great. They're in a, a color scheme of uh, like the Howling Griffins from 40K, but it's for a totally different game. And, um, the bases used for the minis are are not the bases that they would use for the actual game um, uh, that those minis came from, and yeah, we, there was one guy on there that just like there was no way. Oh, they look awesome! The great job, good paint job. That blah blah blah. That's cool. No, it was straight to. Well, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you just playing this game instead? Why are you jumping into that? blah 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 right and i'm just thinking oh here we go <laughs> yeah right and then uh, you know that there's a lot a lot of people that that jumped in there and, and went after the dude but um yeah like do you have to do you have to go that negative route do you really have to go that route and in my opinion you don't but like bill said you're compelled some people are some people aren't yeah i don't know I just and we do we do see that a lot now with the the whole like someone posts something and something cool in the 30k group and there's people who are like ah oh, dude that that's kind of 40k or like ah oh, I don't know man like I think it's a Primaris Primaris bit there yeah no 40k here man what are you doing yeah now if someone asks like hey is this 30k appropriate 
And and even then, like, why is that? Why should that be a question? Like, why why like I I dream of the community in a, in a way where people stop asking, "Hey, can I use my Mars pattern Rhino?" Because the answer is always yes. Like, Absolutely. why do you need to? You know, we just shouldn't need to ask that, right? Yeah. That that that's saying something about the community where at the current you know the current community where people new people are compelled to ask, "Is this okay?" In this you know creative hobby we have, right? Yeah. So yeah, so that kind of like I think Bill, this happened to you when you were thinking about the Death Guard. Yeah, um, you had forty k yes. Death Guard of the new range. Yeah, right. They're all you know, just puffed up armor and grotesque looking tentacles everywhere. You know, they, they're obviously been messed up by forces of chaos. And I think it was you were thinking of using them for like super late heresy siege of terror kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, I think you posted that and kind of caught some flack. It was a quick, it. yeah, it was a really quick um, paint job where I, I made them look like straight up Death Guard. And they're obviously Plague Marines with the corruption and everything. But to me, you know, if you've read um, Warhawk or any of the late Siege of Terra books, that's what they are. They're Plague Marines, man. And uh, they're swollen, yeah, they flies. Right? Yeah, they straight up say Plague Marines in Warhawk. I, yeah. I remember, I, I just finished listening to that book again. They they say Plague Marines. They make a point, they kind of make a fun joke about like, oh, some, they're like, some people call them Plague Marines. And yeah. it's like, yeah, reader, they're Plague Marines. Yeah. I yeah. just, I, and I, I love that, right? I was like, this is awesome. But there were guys who were like, no, like, you got to do a lot of work to those, man. Get rid of the tentacles, get rid of all the corruption crap. And I was just like, did you have you read these books? Like, do you know what's going on in these books? Because like, this has progressed. You know, if I was now, if I'm using like uh, Dusk Raiders or whatever, then no, I'm not gonna run them looking like that. But I want to run like late Heresy Plague Marines and still going true to the Death Guard color. Right? It was that off cream, all rusted and beat up with the pale, uh, pale green shoulders. And then everything was kind of rusted and all uh, typhus corrosion everywhere, dry brushing. Like I thought they looked really cool, and it was super fast to do. Uh, but no, there's like it was like maybe percentage rise, like three to one. We're like no, like get like no, don't use that. And I was just like, just hurt my soul a little bit, right? I was like, god damn, because one of my biggest things, uh, especially playing both systems, is I want to run an army that I can port and use. 90% of my models in both systems. So my Iron Warriors, I can port them back and forth no matter what, thanks to the you know, Forge Old Compendium book and everything. And I can pretty much use anything in my army minus Tyrant Terminators, and I think it's like my Lightning, and the odd little vehicle here and there, but almost everything else ports over into 40k, which to me that's great. I don't have to spend another $3,000 on an army, and it's Iron Warriors, they're not super corrupty and you know covered in tentacles and crazy shit anyways so for me it works great i love it um i always try to look at when i'm starting and tinkering with 30k can i port this back and forth and have fun with it and be able to play my armies in both systems because that's what i want to do and answer is usually yes and at the time i was playing death guard so for 40k so i wanted to port them back and forth but it's just it was it was definitely interesting um but it's funny because you never got flack community-wise here no it's just online again it. everybody everybody thought that was a cool idea yeah so. yeah it's mostly online right and that's that's the interesting thing is a lot of the the controversy online like um like well john yourself you know you have a knack for posting 
these controversial questions that seem to just stir the hornet's nest like crazy. <laughs> but I love it. I, I love I love the discussion and the the provoking of response, right? Because again, people are like compelled, good or bad, they're gonna throw in comments. Sometimes there's like over 150 comments and the thing's been up for 20 minutes and you're like, oh, it's on fire, right? Like, it's just crazy, but... Yeah, I, I love doing yeah. that because I, I love the introspection that... I think this community needs introspection, you know, yeah. like people spot a oh, we're narrative. We, 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 you know, we're not like those 40k cavemen and the competitive games. Like, nah, dude, you guys are... 30k community is competitive, like straight up. Don't... There, if, you said it. You know, there you go. It is. It is. You heard like, it here. Uh, my, my, my favorite. I, I forgot. I, I forgot if it was. If it was uh, Do, you guys know. Uh, Bill knows Donnie. Um, yeah. he, he always comments too. My, my buddy. Um, I thought it was him or someone else mentioned that. Oh, you guys remember the narrative of sniper vets? You know, people had the, these stories of their, their, their sniper vets rending these Mechanicum constructs, and suddenly they nerfed it, and no one had the sniper vet sniper vet narrative anymore. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, it's, it's competitive. There's no narrative. You know, there's no real narrative there. Yeah. Um, they... it's a competitive game, like straight up, you know. Yeah, and that's okay. That's true. okay. It's okay to be competitive. It is okay. Right? Well, you could be competitive and gentlemanly. Well, that that and see that is the real, that's the real kicker right there. Is can you play a hard competitive list but still be a gentleman on the tabletop? Because mm -hmm. if you're standing there like, well, I run, I run narrative, man. I'm taking twenty more Dathan with combi flamers. Fuck you. You're not just straight up narrative because I've never read a story where they were all with combi flamers, right? Like, no. Um, but again, that's the thing. In in that in your mind or that person's mind, that's narrative in their mind. Cool. If I'm taking all artillery and bodies for my Iron Warriors, that's narrative in my mind. So it's it's subjective. But again, you should be able to have a gentlemanly game and talk to your opponent about the kind of game you want to play. And it should be okay, right? Like, you should be able to meet in the middle somewhere and roll the dice, right? Yep. Yeah, my narrative is 12 quad mortars with Phosphex and three Medusas with Phosphex. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I hope you like I hope you like Scattered Dice. Nah, I'm just kidding. But, well, but if you, but yeah, no, if you he, play I, Death I Guard, I'd be like, okay, I get yeah, it. He's yeah. This guy's motherfucking poison. Yeah. Cool. Right? <laughs> but if you played, like, you know... Other legions, I'd be like, mm, what, right? Like, what, what about what about the drill and the uh, mechanicum reinforcements there that come out with these? So that's one thing that does upset me, and I don't, I don't blame players for taking a allied detachment of mechanicum with the magos, so you can take ten hoplites in a you know termite drill and pop up and delete a unit of whatever, be it a Spartan or any other vehicle, completely just wipe it away. It's not their fault that they want to use something super good like that. It's yeah. where the game needs to be changed because Haywire is a problem. And it's the access to Haywire that's the problem is, you know, Mechanicum, it's everywhere. Awesome. With Legion armies, it's not that prevalent. If they would have FAQ and say, well, hey, any combi weapon can be a combi grab weapon to give you haywire and whatnot like if all my terminators could have haywire like combi bolters killer man like i'd be down but you can't right it's it does make it a broken mechanic where it's on oh yeah so on a two plus basically your spartan's fucked you're like wow cool <laughs> right like it it does make some feel bads but that's where like 
you talk about you know uh, narrative or fluffy army or whatever where it's like did they really have access or or teamed up with the mechanicum like that just well in general some legions sure right yeah. like iron hands iron warriors even salamanders i go and say okay even probably imperial fists you know have a little bit of a bro code from helping them out do i see like night lords teaming up with mechanicum maybe ish sure i know they talk about word bears they have some you know automata units with them here and there i i think that every legion probably had some support from mechanicum forces but just how far do you want to go with it right like is i don't know it's always one of those fine lines right it's tough because it's 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 still a game yeah and like you said uh, you know there's going to be that competitiveness no matter what like you're playing a game against another general to defeat them to win the game that's bare bones plain and simple that's the competitive part right there no no questions asked right well you know you want to win as soon as you roll dice you can't tell me there's no competition when you're rolling dice right i mean you're you you want to win in the game right like that's why you're playing is you're you're playing yes you're playing to have a good time but you want to defeat your opponent right Mm -hmm. so you know uh with these games there are tons of units and of course there's there's just that thing of like you're gonna comb through the units and use the ones you like because you're looking at them like oh you know what i like these abilities i like these skills i like these weapons i like these whatever traits that these units are getting because there's a little bit of a combo right now guys could be saying oh no i don't build it like that you know it's i'm taking all these guys for because this is how they were fluffy wise blah 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 okay that's cool but i still guarantee you're going to still take units with options that are still going to be very effective so don't give me that bullshit (laughs) so um you know in, in general it's just you can't get away from it you can't get away from looking at units and trying to incorporate them in your into an army that you want to build to be successful and right to talk about that this is where this is my hope moving forward for heresy is i'm hoping that games workshop will still put the time to update and support heresy like 40k is going um now let me explain before you boo hiss and throw shit at your tv or whatever you're watching on the reason i'm saying that is okay so let's take the standard sakaran chassis right the twin auto cannon plain jane the first one that came out awesome tank it was great the points got bumped up the arcus came out that tank is shit now because the arcus for 205 points beats it in every aspect any any comparison it's always going to win so okay well hmm they could tweak it in the next legion approved or chapter approved or whatever book and they drop it back to 135 and i would take the plain jane battle tank every time if it was cheaper but because I'm paying 25 or 30 points more for this 8-shot Strength 8 AP2 killing machine, it's there's no contest. And it's like, well, yeah, but you're you're trying to optimize and take like the better units. I'm just trying to get pound-for-pound pound good choices for the points I'm spending. Yeah. I'm still taking 60 Marines in my army. 
but I want to have something that gives me a little hit, right? Yeah, no, I agree. I think it, Games Workshop, with I mean, with the new edition, if the rumors are true and they're going so ham that they're releasing, you know, the three starter sets and all that, I I do hope that they do follow that up with 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 balance updates yeah. with FAQs. And I mean, I don't need, I don't want a, a every quarterly one like 40k necessarily, you know, but you know, release them twice a year, release them once a year. Yeah. I mean, to your point, Bill, like breachers have been kind of garbage for ten years now. I mean, outside of ZM, but like, yeah. let's be honest, no, no one seriously takes breachers and expects them to pay for their points, right? It's just that yeah. Stone um, Gauntlet guy who's like, they're the best. You're like, yeah, because they're T five for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like they're kind of useless. Like, also, side note, I'm gonna rant now. The fact that this giant seven foot tall slab of adamantium does nothing against bolters still triggers me. So I yeah. hope that in yeah. the new edition, breacher shields do something. Because right now, uh, a Breacher Marine has the same defensive stats as Attack Marine against Bolter Fire. Triggers like, me. Anyways, how, that, that's so narrative, right? <laughs> how cool would it be to add plus one to your armor saves yeah. if you had a Breacher Shield? So now you got two plus yeah. save with Breacher Marines. Like That alone would make them night and day different. And not OP or crazy. Just a right. two plus you save, just, man. Just, just, yeah, adjust the points if they're too cheap. You know that that's easy to do, right? Yeah. You know, have make them make them good, make them flavorful. And I and I, yeah, I agree. If if they do, if Games Workshop does give it the, the attention 40k is getting, then that would be good because then you see the the you see units who aren't that aren't used be used. You see more interesting gameplay fixes yeah. for yeah. for issues that the game is having. That would be great. I don't see how that's a bad thing. You know, no, totally. especially especially because there's. There's only like I mean yeah there's Mechanicum and then and then there's custodies and and militia but there's realistically there's the the legion list and that's way easier to to balance and kind of I guess mentally ba- juggle the the updates with because it's you know one giant army list right no. compared to in 40k when there's like 50 factions. It's true. No, it's true. Yeah, it'd be it'd be good to you know see what they're going to be doing, uh, like you said. Errata's updates uh, being a bit more common is, is going to be a good good thing for the system. Um, and I mean, since what we've seen so far with just them kind of pumping out some heresy stuff, probably m- way more than they have in I don't know how long. Um, I don't, I, I, I'm excited. I see a lot of good things happening, and I think the, the hype train is just going to go off the rails when it does pop off. Yeah. And um, we're probably going to see stuff that we haven't seen yet, obviously. So um, it's just going to be like fireworks going all over the place, kind of thing, right? So yeah, I'm but I'm excited to see how it goes. You, like you can already tell that there is a substantial increase in just advertising and the way that Games Workshop is starting to push it. When that trailer dropped with Horus. And it's watching it. At first, I was like, is this for a goddamn video game? Like, what is this? And then, like, you start to see it, and you're like, whoa! Like, I've never seen something like that before. And that blew my mind. And it's been a talking point, just not inside Heresy as well, but, like, community-wide. Like, locally, I think there's probably four or five 40K guys that are like, ooh, like, I saw that trailer, man, and, like, I want to play Heresy. They're on the start to see pictures of new models, and, like, yeah, Heresy could be really good. I, I think I want to do that because they also see that we've been playing it for 10 years. And he goes, you're still playing Heresy? Yeah, man, we're still playing Heresy. Like, ooh, like they want to have a different change of pace. And 
playing both systems, you get that. It's two different systems, but you can play them for different reasons, and it's refreshing yeah. to play either. So, yeah, you're right. Because ultimately, you know, no, I, I mean, I love Heresy, right? That's my favorite game, but I don't think it's a better game than 40k, right? It's just a different experience. Mm -hmm. You know, it's if I want to play the battles in the books, if I want to rock in with my 18 legions. Yeah, that's that's where Heresy is. Now, if I want to rock my my Primaris Black Templars, I'll play 40k. You know, different game, right? And I, I think they should exist side by side. And that's a problem, you know, we're seeing with with a lot of people in the community is there's this intrinsic belief that, you know, if I play 30k, I'm better than 40k players. Like, come on, that's a that, that's a joke, right? It, it's a game, first of all, you know, and no reason why they couldn't both exist at the same time. There's no reason why you couldn't play both at the same time. It's true, right? So it it is true. It's that that kind of brings up like the next point is I'm I'm always so curious about this. It's this weird animosity towards 40k the community as a whole. You know, you um you'll see a bunch of guys, you know, in 40k, they have a ton of heresy bits, heresy models all scattered throughout their force. Awesome. People are like, "Wow, it looks so cool." Like even myself, I'm rocking my executioners. I've got the Forge World Imperial Fist heads on all my Primaris guys. They look badass. They don't look like normal Primaris. Cool, right? And everybody loves it. You go back the other way. Here's the guy using Chaos Space Marine body with Mark III shoulders and a head and a backpack. Uh, I don't know, man. Jesus. Like, what? It just seems like there's all this animosity towards 40K, be it players, the system, models. It's just. It just, I don't know, it, it really does blow my mind. Um, and it's even more funny because the 40k community does not give a fuck about the 30k community. They're like, they cool, dude, they they're playing their game. They don't, they don't. Cool, you know? And you know what's weird is, is touching on what Bill said there, um, uh, not just referencing from 40k to 30k, but some of the other games out there, gaming system community and communities, there's always something against 40k players and i don't get it because like you're playing a war game and yeah you know what it's a different war game it's it's not like 40k we know 40k is, is fairly you know competitive and there's lots of go lots of stuff going on in the game um and you're playing this historical game and you're you're talking smack that it's all competitive power gamers in 40k but then you go and you look and like you're doing the same thing in, in in this historical game so i don't get it right what, what's the hate like you know like i said i have my digits and tons of games out there and you see it in this one and you see it in that one so the, the mentality is still it's the same kind of thing and it's just a, it is mind-boggling like why is there so much hate there wouldn't probably be war games if it wasn't for warhammer 40k right or space crusade or space hulk or all that stuff that came out way back when because there wasn't there was no bolt action there was no you know uh, other games out there like war machine and all that stuff right and and uh you know game of thrones all that stuff there was none of that stuff out there it was literally just like warhammer fantasy battles and you know 40k or rogue trader or stuff like that so i don't know i guess that's kind of how it's evolved that there's always that hate for 40k but yeah it's weird um 
there's times where I, I'm, you know, I, I kind of dig into other systems and I always ask them, like, I go to a group, you know, like, like kind of guys have heard of Conquest, the new rank and flank game. But, you know, I, I go to some Facebook groups like, hey, guys, like, I'm interested in your game. Like, can you tell me about it? Like, what's what's the gameplay like? And every time, whatever game it is, there's always one person that says, oh, it's good because it's not Warhammer. It's not 40k. And I'm like, that doesn't tell me anything, <laughs> you know, like, doesn't tell me anything about your game. Like, how is that? A positive? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, because I have done that. There's this kind of hate for for 40k, and it's it is weird. You know, I don't know. Haters is being hate. I don't know. Haters are gonna hate. They really will. (laughs) I I think the biggest thing, and I I see it used as the excuse, I guess, is, oh well, 40k just breeds these hyper competitive meta chasers that are doing this. Okay, but those are the guys who are flying state to state to play in every single ITC tournament they can who at the end of the year they want to play and try and win major cash prizes of like you know a couple thousand dollars sure that's a small percentage that play at that high level um the the rest of us we're just trying to roll dice man i just want to roll dice clink a beer hey cool shake your hand after you watch some of these other high level player and guys it's like they're rain man they're all over the place and like it's like you're watching a whole different game we're not all there like that's a whole tier above, and I don't know. It just seems like I think at some point, somewhere, people forget. You know, the 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 system has a lot of diversity. the The community itself has a lot of diversity. Don't pin the whole experience on just one or two or a small majority of players, right? It's just not the way, right? Which goes back to there's that fear that with 30k getting all this attention that it's going to turn in, into 40k, right? Yeah. And you know it yeah, won't like 30, like 30k is not going to turn into nine void weavers or three malanthropes or whatever. Like it's not. No. Because no. even in 40k, not not every Harlequin like one percent of Harlequin players have nine void weavers. Most people who play Harlequin just want to roll dice, like 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 us, you know. Mm-hmm. And 30k getting that attention, it's not going to turn into hyper competitive ITC shenanigans it's it's just gonna be the same with plastic models and more people to be honest yeah yeah you know what um so what if it did so what if it did turn into something with itc right there there you still have that option of you know what you're gonna have the majority of the community still playing that uh historical part of it right and you know what if there's tournaments happening where it's a competitive itc kind of tournament and you know people are pushing out models and, and, and pumping out games and getting, you know, competitive like that, just like for 40k. Cool. You know what? That might actually draw other players into it for that aspect of the game. So you'll start seeing more armies, more, um, you know, miniatures done up and stuff like that. And you'll have more players. And a lot of times, and we've seen this here locally, is guys who are into 40k and they start peaking at 30k and the comments that come out of their mouth is you know what i just want to make a a, a narrative kind of fluffy list and and just play it and these are competitive players yeah coming backwards and saying that and playing you know um it happens the guys either you know they either just have been playing that way for so long that they just kind of want to, like you said, clink beers and have fun and roll out, paint their, you know, their imperial fists and, and go, right? 
Um, but the other way around too, you know, like I'm not like a super competitive player. I mean, I can, I can play a good game and, and give the buddies a good run for their money in most games, but come to a tournament or whatever, right? You're going to a tournament for a reason, <laughs> right? Like if you're going to a tournament, you're going there to try to win, yeah. right? With the army that you brought. If you're going to an event that has a narrative aspect to it, hopefully you and the other players of that community have taken the time and, you know, put some thought into your narrative army so that it would fit the theme of the event. Plain and simple, right? And I think that's where there's a little bit of confusion a lot of times is people end up going, oh, I'm going to this tournament or oh, I'm going to this event. And it's an instant, like, competitive, 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 competitive. Well, no, it's not like, yeah, I know, I, I know for, for bolt action, it's not like that for, for us here. It's, we're doing an event where we're going to do this set of battles that is in this set of time and in, in, in this theater of war, you know, you can make your armies. Here's some guidelines, but this is what you can use early, mid, late war kind of thing. Right. So it's, it's just another aspect of war gaming and, and where, communities going with it and if you have a group there's some groups there's you have the the team battles right you have like a, a team that you're scoring points as a team per match yeah to see where you guys end up right so and i think that's cool too because that's that builds uh good players in an aspect right so but what else do you oh, say you're right really? yeah yeah, the, yeah, you're absolutely right. There's no reason why the competitive and narrative scene couldn't coexist. I mean, even 40k, like LVO and Adepticon have narrative 40k events, yep. and they're always sold out. It's, you know, it exists. Yep. No reason why 30k couldn't have an ITC event and a narrative event at big conventions. Well, that's true. You can attract players uh, from both sides of the spectrum. I know LVO um, has bounced back and forth from having competitive uh, events to slowly transitioning over to narrative events where um, there's not a podium finish, like there's no best general or anything like that for winning games and trying to, you know, continue to have these stories. No matter what, you're always going to have someone who wants to bring what they feel is narrative and it is what it is, but don't let that one experience like, oh, you know, there's a couple of guys that are rolling around with Perforians. It sucks to play against them. Yes, I get it. But at the same time, don't let that one game wreck your weekend, right? Like, okay, didn't go well, whatever. Play another guy, have fun. It's If you're playing narrative games, it should be more about having fun telling a story. But at the same in the same breath, yes, you can still have competitive games. And both can coexist. You could have double events. It just really depends on your player base. Right, how many guys you actually have? Because um, I, I'm very much the mindset of more the merrier. I'd rather have a 40 man event that's shoehorning a narrative into it uh, versus having like a 15 man or 16 man competitive and then a 24 man narrative. Like I, I don't like to have really small player pools. I'd rather have one big pool. And if people like it enough, and you've taken time to have uh, balanced missions where the ability to score is still, you know, there's still tactics involved and you can still play hard, but it has that narrative aspect where there is some balancing and uh, ways to play friendlier games. I, I think that's like a really good sweet spot. So 
it just it all takes time to continue to hone and evolve the the way the games are played so and there and there's nothing saying that you know when all the dice rolling is done and the tables are open you can't just have like a rock them sock them battle you know with guys who want to play that way anyways after the event's done so there's just yeah so many ways to play and so many systems yes i think the best thing about it all uh at the end of it all when you had your games or you had your tournaments or events is you are making those memorable moments that you're sharing with your crew you're sharing with the boys you know or you've you've gone to las vegas and you know you're having a brew with a couple of the other players and you're just hooting and hollering about what's happening in your game right and i think yeah. that's at the end of the day that's what you're you're doing this for right is playing and having fun and making those moments and like five years ago you know go by and you hey bill you remember when we had that big orc and corn battle that was like across the field you know that kind of thing right yeah uh, and it doesn't matter what game right yeah you, know, you remember that headshot i hit you on the first turn you know doesn't matter what game it's just that's kind of where i think everything ends up at the end of the day it's just having that fun not letting certain things get to you like that you know, like from aspects of people just kind of criticizing, nitpicking at everything, and just having a fun time. Yeah. So. Yeah, for the new players coming in, heresy. The that that's that's what heresy is about. It's just another another way to enjoy the game, enjoy games with your buddies. It's not about getting the right mark pattern of bolter or missile launcher in your marines. It's it's about this is an, an, a yet another game to to play with your your best buds, have a good time, have good memories. You know. Yeah. That's what it's about. Hundred percent, hundred percent. If if you are a new player and you're listening to this, jump in, have fun. Rule of cool, uh, gravitate gravitate to like-minded people, and I guarantee you'll play this game for years to come. It don't don't let a couple naysayers online deter you from what you think is cool and what you want to tell your story, because that's we're all trying to do the same thing. And uh, yeah, I honestly think that's the best advice like pretty much anyone can have. Do you and just let it rip so but no that's that actually that's probably a pretty solid point to probably end on honestly that's it's pretty decent yeah. um build it painted it, play that's yeah that's there you go. that's the way <laughs> so again john thank you so much for jumping on with us um uh, thanks for having me guys if you really appreciate if it if you want to check out some of the stuff that john does we're going to have links in the description so you can always peek at that and uh you know keep an eye keep an eye out for uh, john on the facebook heresy pages i'm sure you'll see these uh threads pop up and uh jump in like I, again i i love i love checking them out i i love reading it and the controversy and it's just as soon as he sees like bing i'm like oh let me check it out right like i gotta read it so yeah no it's it's great it's great. You got to think about my, my next armor piercing question. That's right. We'll yeah. <laughs> no, I'm ready for it, man. I enjoy it. So, yeah, keep it up. And we will catch you guys next time. See you guys. See you. Trident Wargaming. Build it, paint it, play it.